Hello, we are Carolina, Fernanda, and Luisa. And today we are introducing our new podcast, Ceiling Fashion, a podcast in which we will discuss different designers that have taken inspiration from Mexican culture. We will be analyzing whether these designers appropriated the culture, mocked it, or if the designer was successful in paying homage and honoring our culture. Okay, um, before we um, explain the, the theme that we're going to talk about, um, that is cultural appropriation, um, we're going to hear an audio from a TED Talk um, from Monica Botamoisin. Um, the audio is called Cultural Fashion Transformed the Fashion Industry from, from Villain to Hero. Um, let's, hear, let's hear it. This requires a paradigm change in the fashion industry. Start seeing the artisans as partners, not as competitors. What if a new mission of the fashion industry would be to save traditional craftsmanship? To prevent the loss of traditional cultural expressions and reduce or even eliminate culturally appropriated behavior. I call this the approach from the other side. Stop being the one that takes advantage and instead be the one that offers advantages. First of all, what is cultural appropriation? This is a phenomenon in which a member of a culture adopts elements from another culture. What makes this controversial is when a dominant culture takes from minority cultures, especially when they are often discriminated against uh, for said elements. Some critics describe it as similar to colonialism. The consequences of uh, cultural appropriation are that it can often trivialize historical accounts of oppression. Living in such era allows many of us to use products or elements from a diverse number of cultures. That is not a problem. Exchange of cultures has existed throughout history. The problem comes from an imbalance of power. The problem comes when a dominant culture exploits the elements of a min minoria elements that this culture often get them discriminated against. Meanwhile, the dominant culture gets price for it without knowing anything of the value and the history of it. Other consequences include the erasure of the true creators of this culture, creating stereotypes and spreading misinformation about minority cultures. The people that are most affected by the cultural appropriation phenomenon are more often than not indigenous groups. These people are very, very rarely credited for their work or paid fairly, and their ideas are often stolen. Indigenous people live under colonial rule, therefore they're often discriminated against by a dominant culture. These dominant groups think sometimes that taking elements from their culture and showcasing it in a more mainstream platform will give them more visibility. And while representation is important, it has, come from, it has to come from the right voices with the right credits. Otherwise, it can fall on a more discriminatory and stereotype spectrum. Okay, next, we're going to listen to an audio called What's the Difference Between Appropriation and Appreciation? It's an audio from Vice, and we see we can hear different uh, opinions from different people. Cultural appreciation is when you actually like work with the people from the culture that you're like taking something from. I'm inspired by this and I also want to contribute to this culture as well. 
Okay, next we're gonna analyze uh, Carolina Herrera Resort 2020. We're gonna discuss if this designer really uh, made a good homage to our culture or if it was cultural appropriation. By um, getting into a little bit of context, um, Carolina Herrera, she is a, a Venezuelan designer. Um, she is not longer the creative director of her own brand. The creative director um, is Wes Gordon. He's an American designer. I think he was born in um, Chicago. He's been the creative director for two years. And in this collection, um, Wes had um, the idea of uh, in, uh, playing up Carolina's Venezuelan side. Um, into the inspiration for, for the clothing. Um, yes, and um, the problem, I think, um, it starts when um, the culture minister of, of Mexico, um, her name is Alejandra Frausto, um, wrote a letter to Carolina and to Wes to demand an explanation for um, the, for, for the company use of indigenous Mexican designs. Um, in the letter, um, eh, Frausto said, and, and I quote, this is a matter of ethical consideration that obliges us to speak out and bring an urgent issue to the UN, UN, UN's sustainable development agenda, promoting inclusion and making those who are invisible visible um what do we think about that i i think mm -hmm. i'm sorry i think uh, it's important to explain or to give an idea who those are listening to us mm -hmm. uh about how the the garments looks like like describe a little bit of the of the how they look so okay. i think I think it's very obvious that it's like they took or or textiles and they use them like like how they are, you know, like mm -hmm. they didn't do like anything um, to 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 change it a little bit. Like they were, uh, como se dice, como sinvergüenzas. Ah, uh -huh. yes, yes, yes. They because just, they, yeah. yeah, yes, I think like they they just took them and and do a, a dress. Yeah. Well, yes. I disagree. I think that the clothing has uh, a lot of value in the design, and all the designs are very different from what we see in the Mexican items. So. I actually think that this wasn't disrespectful. We have dresses that don't have any graphics or any patterns. So I actually believe that this was done very respectfully. Yes, um, I love Wes Gordon. Honestly, if you ask me um, if I like Carolina Herrera's you know, brand and collections, um, I, I like them, I like them a lot. I think Wes is an incredible designer, but I, um, I think like, like Fer, 
um, I think they they just use the visuals, you know, they, they use the aesthetic and the visual values to just put um, the imagery into the dresses. For example, there's, um, there's this long white dress that is embroidered with mm -hmm. um, bright animals, with colors, with flowers. And that, that, that embroidery um, is from the culture of uh, the ten, Tenango. 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 Yeah. Uh -huh. The Doria in Hidalgo. Andale. Yes, yes, yes. Andale. <laughs> yes, I mean, I, of course, the, the dresses are beautiful, you know? Mm -hmm. they, have, they have design. But... I don't know. I don't like the the description, like like the explanation he he gives. He said it was uh, the idea of a Latin holiday, mm. and he said that it was like like como envolviendo todo lo latino en eso, pero yo solo veo mexicano. Mm -hmm. Mexico. He said sunrise in Tulum, the light of Lima, strolls in Mexico City, the waves of San Jose Ignacio, dancing in Buenos Aires. And if you see the, the garments, you don't see that. You see Mexico, and that's yeah. it. I think you can see Mexico in some of them, but there's definitely some of the garments. For example, there's whole outfits that are only black uh, suits, or we have a white blazer. Uh, we also have a white dress. Uh, so I don't think that everything is all Mexico. Uh, I truly think that some of the, the garments um, simply took the inspiration without actually trying to steal from a culture. Yes, yes, I think you're right. Honestly, um, there are some pieces into the collections that are, that are very, um, very Carolina Herrera's, you know, aesthetic, you know, very rich, white women from Manhattan, um, which I, I like, I like that style. Um, I think uh -huh, I think my problem just comes from the dresses that uh, that that have the embroidery, the dresses that have, I, I was, um, when I was doing the research, I, um, I was in Vogue runway and I was just reading, you know, the the explanation of the collection and in in the page, and they they uh, they even they they didn't um, even like spell sarape. And mm -hmm. They put they put something like serepe or something, uh -huh. like that. and I was like, <laughs> they they are not even trying to like like to respect you know. I, I, they just they just use the imaginary. Uh, only for 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 looks for the aesthetic they don't, mm -hmm. they don't the roots of of what what's going on and and why and why these embroideries are are made the way they are made because each piece of of that embroidery um is the story of the community of of in this case hidalgo and each element has a personal and a, and a family and a, and a community meaning you know but you know what I think like they know what they are doing. Like mm. they they just don't care. Mm -hmm. Because I I I was doing my research and I saw um something that Frausto 
Fausto, Fausto said that that the, the embroidery and some coats were, I mean, he, lo, lo, lo dijo así tal cual, dijo, uh -huh. is belonging, belonging to the community of Tenango de, Do, de Doria in Hidalgo. Uh -huh. He knows de dónde son las cosas. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's true. Okay, I think we can reach a conclusion, and it's that they did steal uh, from Mexican culture, uh, but also at the same time, some of the garments have nothing to do with Mexico, so I think yeah. uh, we can reach a neutral uh, point. Yes. Uh, to understand that, yes, they did indeed took some inspiration, uh, but also in another occasions, they did took exactly how it was and they copied it. Yes. yes I, think. I think I think the, the only, I think that if, if si yo pudiera pedir algo, mm -hmm. sería la, como la, um, que se le dé el, el, el valor a las personas. Yes. Que se les dé la, el reconocimiento. Yes, we agree. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, to really give the proper credit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Okay, the second collection we are going, going to analyze is Dolce and Gabbana's um, 2018. Uh, Alta Moda collection. Um, they did it here in Mexico City. Um, it was a part of, of um, bringing this kind of like Alta Moda Couture um, into uh, Mexican, more Mexican uh, visuals, I think. Um, it was shown in the top floor um, a sculpture gallery of uh, Museo Sumaya. Um, it was, Carlos Slim was present. Um, they claim uh, that the collection, uh, the collection was for women and for men, and they claim that it was an ode uh, to Mexican iconography. Um, models, uh, there were like, like more than a hundred models um, on the fashion show, and even some Mexican stars like uh, Diego Boneta, Juan Pablo Zurita, and and Michelle Salas. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what do you think about it? I'm just saying uh, the, the garments and I don't know. I think that it was done very respectfully. Oh my God, no. Especially <laughs> because they, they had uh, models that were Mexican. Uh, it was done here in Mexico. They had celebrities from Mexico. So I think that they really tried to bring an oath to Mexican culture and they included Mexican people. I think it's a difficult, uh, it, it's difficult to, to take um, an opinion because it looks like it was, uh, um, como se dice, um, what? Cuando le haces un ah homenaje, mm -hmm. like an homenaje. But I the first uh, garment I saw 
was uh, like a shirt with the colors of the bandera mexicana. Oh, the flag, yeah. Uh -huh. With a heart, no? Uh -huh, with a heart. So, uh, no, I don't know. I guess I have I have some points that I, I would like to discuss with you that I saw. Um, um, the first, I think, I, I, I watched an interview they they did with um with uh, with the designers and um they uh they say that they they come to mexico that they love mexico that you know the roots between their italian um aesthetic combines really good with the mexican aesthetic they say and they say that they um i don't know if you can see it but there's a dress there's multiple dresses that have the Virgen, the, uh -huh, the Virgen of Guadalupe, uh -huh. Uh -huh. Stitch. I don't know what you think about that. Uh, they say they, 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 they went to the, um, uh, ¿cómo se llama? La Basilica de Guadalupe. Um, they went to the Basilica and, and they say that they, 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 uh, homage to the Virgen and, and they, they bring her flowers and everything. But I don't know, what do you think about um, having the Virgin of Guadalupe into, in, like, sewn into the dresses? Do you, think it's, do you think it's correct? Do you think it's, like, I don't know. I don't think it's that wrong, especially because we Mexicans have brands like the stroller, what we, we have. Yeah. <laughs> iconography, and we make it funny, and we make, you know, so I, I don't know if it's truly disrespectful to do something like that. I, I think it, it is disrespectful because I don't know, they can just don't touch the Virgen, the Bandera, the, yes. all of those things that are like unnecessary, you know, like they, I don't know. No sé, no tengo palabras. Es demasiado para mis ojos. It's weird. Honestly, it's weird because um and I, I wanted to talk to um to someone, you know, in the congregation, maybe a, a mm -hmm. an hermana or someone that, you know, uh uh un padre, um someone that, that that is on the church and I I, I would want to um no to, to know if it's disrespectful or not, because for me, um, I have like encounter feelings, like so I don't know if it's disrespectful or not. I mean, Domenico and, bueno, uh, Domenico and Stefano, they're always been, they have a long history of disrespecting cultures and, and calling names and being really racist and, uh, you know, it, 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 it happened. It's always um, happening um, in the, on the, on their career. You know, if it's not, if it's with the Chinese, it's with the um, LGBTQ uh, community. If it's not that, then it's another thing. So I don't know. I don't know. Um, I think they, they, they want to pay a no much, but I don't know if they know exactly how to do it. I don't know. What do we feel about Mexican people participating in the wrong way? Uh, because it's our own culture and it's our own people and they were willing to participate in it. So 
uh, did they not see that it was wrong or did they like it? Did they uh -huh. feel it was a homage for them? What do we feel about that? God, um, honestly, if you're asking me, I think they're a bunch of white sickas. <laughs> if you're asking, uh -huh. um, I, 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 when I, I saw a little bit of the pictures and the and the runway show, it was like white people, pure white people. Like I, I, I haven't seen like one brown or even black person. Um, I, I, I just, I don't know. They're white sicans. They're people that are very white, very thin. Um, they have like long hair and these blue eyes and like that's not I mean that's a uh, part truly of that's truly Mexican. Exactly, exactly. So I think I get I get a little bit like discomfort. Yes, I think they I, I mean like in other countries national flags can be used on different garments, you know. Uh -huh. See, see, see. But yes. in, in the in Mexico it could involve a penalty. Yes. Like it's not that simple. It's not. Uh, no, I don't know. No, yes, you're right. You're right. Mexican as a Mexican, I I cannot say that it was an ominous. I don't know. Yes, that's another thing. <sighs> I don't know. Are we agreeing to disagree? <laughs> uh, okay. Well, looking at all the points that you guys have made, uh, I think I've changed my mind, and I agree. I think maybe we should have. Uh, maybe they should have uh, given the opportunity for more people of color, more Mexican people of color to participate and to really pay more attention uh, to what they are making to make sure that it's truly a homage and not only uh, putting, you know, like typical Mexican things like a sombrero or whatever. Uh, and Casarepe. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, so now in conclusion, we want you guys to to analyze before you um, before antes de que apoyen algo. Please yeah. analyze yes. and think and think uh, and think about your people, about us, and not about brands. So, creo que primero estamos nosotros. Primero tenemos que defenderlo de nosotros. Yes, that's true. It's a beautiful thing to say, honestly. Aplausos. Luisa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, in conclusion, I think that uh, maybe we can get a little bit too excited at the beginning when we see Mexico uh, being represented outside of our country. So maybe we won't think it's disrespectful at first, but then if we analyze it uh, and we pay more attention, we can realize that it's actually more harmful. Uh, and we should really uh, call it out when it happens to make sure that it doesn't happen again. Yeah, yeah I think you're right. Yes. Um, uh, I don't know, I, I think what you say about representation, I think that's very powerful because it's hard to sometimes as a Mexican um, feel like we are we are seen, you know, all mm -hmm. our 
standards or, or beauty standards or entertainment standards, everything is is um, is ruled by the media and and that media is um, American media. So it's true when when Risa says that that sometimes we get a little bit too excited for um, mm -hmm. a of representation because I think it does matter. It does matter seeing um, Mexican culture exhibit for what it is because it's very valuable. And nobody else in the world, no country in the world, world has what we have. And I think it's, it's important to to celebrate it. It's important to share it because I think it is. Um, but yes, we have. As, as Fer says, um, we have to take care of what is ours um, in order to um, to put it out there and uh, and make the most of it. So yes, I think I I agree with both of my friends here that uh, we have to take care of what is ours and and, and just um, value what we have. Mm -hmm. Yes, and also taking back what we said about about the models in the show that they were mostly white. Mm -hmm. uh, we should also think about uh, encouraging our own people to make it big outside of the country. We should really consume things that are Mexican so that they can thrive even more and yes. even ourselves give the opportunity to these people uh, so that they can see themselves even more and in that way they could even you know start to get even more big mm -hmm. yes you're right um so i think that's it um thank you so much for listening to this episode of stealing fashion um we are really really glad that you are here with us and hearing us and trying to understand a little bit of of what it's well, our team of today that is cultural appropriation. So thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.